You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. Here we go! It's Al and Jerry's Post Game Podcast. All right, well, usually the post-game podcast follows Boomer and Carton, Boomer and Geo now, sometimes Boomer and myself, today me and Kim Jones, and now we present to you the post-game podcast. I don't even know who hosts the show anymore. <laughs> it's I, never the same two people for any length of time. There have been some moving parts. I will tell you where it looks most bizarre is on the CBS Sports Network because you had Boomer and Carton for many years. Right. Uh, with Jerry's Update. Yes. Which is how it was titled. Then uh, Craig left. Something in the news about him. Uh, then it was uh, The Mornings with Boomer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you were in there. Right. But uh, you were not named on the title. Right. Right. They tried a couple different people in there. But I would say you took uh, 85% of the snaps for sure. Maybe 90% of the snaps, Jerry. Okay. Um, and then, uh, we go on Christmas vacation. So there's, uh, all sorts of different hosts in there. Then we come back in January. It's Boomer and Geo name branded mm-hmm. with the Jerry update. Uh, during, uh, then, then there's some days off with our boomers out and CeeLo's doing the Jerry update. Now Marco's doing the Jerry update. Jerry's in for Geo. Uh, Kim Jones in for Boomer. My goodness. And on TV, it's no longer Jerry's update. It's today's update. Oh, that just changed because yesterday it was Jerry's update. Is that true? It was. Maybe it was then. I thought it said today's update. Which is so confusing. It's been a little um, a little bizarre, I think is a good word for the last several months. Yes. We're getting our feet under us, though. This audience has got to be confused. I work here. I'm confused. Well, here's what I do know. Me, right. you, and Eddie are here every day. I'm here every day. Mostly every day. I miss two days. Yeah. Basketball. I'll miss one next week. And listen, Gio had a baby, so certainly it's tough to uh, leave the wife immediately upon having a baby. That I understand. And I don't even have babies, Jerry. <laughs> no, you don't. Or or animals. Or animals. You have no pets. I have nothing. Well, <laughs> I have got... nothing that I'm that I'm uh, nothing... taking care of. Correct. You're that... not tied to anything. I'm not tied to. Uh, no one is depending on me to breathe and live and eat. 
Right, because even your girlfriend is very self-sufficient. Self-sufficient. Yes. She can make her own food. She drives to work. She has a job, that sort of thing. She was just fine before you. She'll be just fine if there's ever an after you. But a baby is really dependent on you to mm-hmm. feed it, to change it, to bathe it. A dog, for the most part, needs you to give it food. Right. It can't let it out. itself out. Not the doggy doors. You can't feed it. There's no way in hell you would ever live with a doggy no. door. So, therefore, someone's got to let the dog out. Right. A doggy door, that's just, unless you have a pit bull that will eat a thief who comes into your home through the doggy <laughs> door, doggy doors are useless. Yes. They basically invite people to get into your house. Yes. Which makes no sense. Plus, you got to leave the other door open. In the winter, you can't have a doggy door because the air blows right through that dog hole. The dog hole? Is that, that a new box. phrase? I think we just, we learned today a dry hump is a baseball term, and yeah. you just learned of a dog hole. You're a real dog hole. You know that? <laughs> it doesn't have the same ring. No, not the same ring. Funny. Uh, Jerry, uh, yesterday was Valentine's Day. It did was. you go out? Uh, did you do? Did you buy flowers, dip no. strawberries? No. Dinner, movies, uh, well, me romance. And my, me and my two boys did take my wife out to eat. Oh. But nothing, you know, it was no, not a romance. It was just a normal night out for us. We had a nice time. But you good. don't normally go out on a Wednesday evening? No. When we go out, we generally go out on Saturday nights, I would say, when I'm around. Me, Friday okay. and Saturday nights would be the nights we would go out, and it wouldn't be both. It would probably be one but of the two. you specifically went out because it was Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, we figured we should get out, not to mention the fact that when you open up the refrigerator, there really wasn't anything in it. Did the boys come up with a, a card of some sort for I your wife? I took the boys out on Monday. Mm-hmm. We all got cards. Oh, you did? They picked out some candy for her, and I put together a little bag of goodies, if oh. you will. No, not I didn't do the strawberries nice. or the chocolates or the flowers. None of that. I'd rather do the flowers on July second, just okay. random. Now, do the boys? Uh, do they just pick out the first card they see, or do they no. really like look to see like this represents my card to mom? Yes, my little guy loves animals, so he will always try to find a card with a dog or a cat on it, and my older one will try to find something that's actually representative representative of him and her. Okay. So they actually do read them. Yeah. They don't just pick a card and say, I'm taking this. What about you? Um, Are you more of a mushy card no, kind of guy? I'm not. Or you like a hilarious like in the card in the middle. So that's, that's I what don't I like do. Somewhere sappy. In the I don't like stupid, bad humor. You don't want like fart, a fart card no, for Valentine's. Stupid. Somewhere in the middle. I usually do try and see if I can find something that's actually relatable. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you can't. Right. So I'd rather take the generic card, maybe write something. Yeah. So, but yeah, we, they definitely did their job and uh, they, excellent. I actually had to tell my, my youngest, uh, my younger guy that we couldn't get the first one. He picked out a card. Al, it was $9. I said, very pricey. Dude, nice card. I am not spending $9 on a card. No chance. And he's like, why? I'm like, it's $9. It's a card. <laughs> I said, five bucks max. And that's a lot. Yes. Remember, car- remember you used to buy the shoebox cards? They were $1.50. Right. They're what all pricey. Crazy. Yeah. So then you went out to dinner. You went to Friday's. We did. Because your one boy, you were telling me, I found this adorable, Jerry. That's why I'm relaying it to the audience. You said your one boy likes uh, the Jack Daniels food. He likes the Jack Daniels line of food at Friday's, (laughs) yes. And he's a tough one. The little guy will literally go to any restaurant and find something he'll eat. My older one is a pain in the ass with the menus. So when my wife, when we said to my wife, where do you want to go? She goes, I don't care. She said, Matthew, where would you like to go? He immediately, oh, I get to choose? She said, yeah, choose. Bam. Fridays. 
Jack Daniels that's barbecue fine. menu. Yes, that's, that's fine. Whatever. All good. Drink menu is good. All right, you good. know my wife's been drinking a lot of lately? Tequila. No, 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 no not a lot. I shouldn't say it that way. Well, my wife's slamming about uh, 12 uh, <laughs> a night of. She has changed her drink of choice. And this is, I've never had this. I, take, I took a taste last night. Really good. The, you know, the Tito's vodka everybody knows about, I would think, by now. The Tito's vodka with seltzer and a splash of cranberry. Oh, yeah. It's tremendous. I had never had that before. That's become her drink of choice when we're out. Pretty good. Yeah, the splash of cranberry is interesting. I, I, I don't know if that's a drink a man can order once you splash the cranberry because it kind of looks girly a little bit. So but you I have just ordered go it. Tito's and seltzer or Tito's yeah. and club soda? I do the the Tito's and seltzer or what? I'm not tied to Tito's. So I go Belvedere vodka I like, Kettle One right, I right, like, right. Um, with an orange slice. That's good. That's more manly. Right. The orange slice. But the splash of cranberry does make it a nicer tasting <laughs> drink. Refreshing, as refreshing. she would say. Oh, for the summer, Jerry, it's refreshing. It's a great drink. I uh, ended up getting Gina, um, you know, a small chocolates, Jerry, and I got her a, uh, <laughs> have you heard of this thing, a weighted blanket? Only from you when you told yeah. me you were thinking of doing it. Yes, I purchased a weighted blanket. It's a blanket that weighs, uh, this blanket weighs 15 pounds. Okay, it's a heavy blanket. Which, 15 pounds doesn't sound like a lot until you... Put it in a blanket. Like if you go to the <laughs> gym and pick up a 15-pound dumbbell, nothing. it doesn't feel like anything. Right. You make a blanket 15 pounds, feels heavy. Right. But it's supposed to, uh, if you have a hard time sleeping or have anxiety, it's supposed to calm your mind. Now, my guess is it works like how you would swaddle a baby. Mm-hmm. You know how you wrap a baby really tight, a yes, swaddle of a baby? Yes, very comfortable and secure. Yeah, I think that's what this does for adults. I could, is it heated or is it just it's not weighted? heated? It's just weighted. I could try a weighted blanket. Yeah. How much? How much it run you? It was over a hundred dollars for a blanket. Yeah, that sounds a, like a good blanket. A weighted blanket. Yeah, well, it was a little that. pricey, but now is that the type of gift you give her, knowing that when you're there every Friday and Saturday, you will be using? Yes. <laughs> I did think about myself in this. Well, it was the type of gift where I thought, hmm, if she thinks a weighted blanket feels weird on her, right? I'll take it. <laughs> So there was the fail-safe. Yes. <laughs> a fail-safe. Well and done. And I also received a small Whitman sampler. Oh, that's what you got. Of candy, yes. How long will it take you? How many pieces of candy? 18? Oh, no. It's very small. Maybe six. Oh. Is that gone already? Oh, no, no, no. One piece a day. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, because I also got uh, Kit Kats, which I love. Oh, you did? And those I will eat one a day. One the bite size. strip. Bite size. You One a so- day until it ends. You are funny. Jerry, I have a couple items here that I've pulled off of the internet. Okay. I've not, I, I glanced at these. I haven't fully read them. <laughs> Headline reading by Al. Yes. This first one interests me. It comes from a Union College in Schenectady. You said that very well. Yeah, thank you. I was going to say Schenectady, but I remembered it's Schenectady. Nice job. Should get rid of the H. Uh, yes, they should. Uh, the college there, somebody found in a really old book from 1793. Lincoln's hair or Washington's hair? George Washington's hair, a lump of GW's hair, was found during a recent inventory review of the facility inside a leather-bound book called Gaines Universal Register or American and British Calendar, for the year 1793. 
I'd be interested in looking at that. Not the hair, the book. I love the idea of old books, though yeah. they're very musty. Well, they're old. Like when I went to uh, Italy, we went into this really old library. Right. We had like the really old books. Pretty cool. It was in Italian, though. Yeah, those were in Italian. So you couldn't read them. But they have them in some like universities in uh, the United States. Some very, very old books. I would like to check out a book from 1700. You would. I think that's kind of neat. It's written in different English. You know what I mean? Well, like you spoke differently. Yeah, they spoke differently. Right, like back then, for instance, George Washington mm-hmm. wasn't saying, who's thirsty? Right. And not meaning a drink. Right. He meant to drink. Right. N- not desperate mean, for a date. Is there a girl out there that wants to have sex? Right. Different. Very different. My whole thing, though, with this George Washington, everyone and everything claims George Washington was there, right? So there was a park in uh, near Basking Ridge where I lived that was, uh, oh, George Washington was here. Uh, there was, a, there was a, um, a big oak tree that was 600 years old in Basking Ridge, and uh, they said, oh, George Washington sat under there. George Washington couldn't have been everywhere. He didn't have a car. <laughs> Horseback. Across the entire country, he was horsebacking. I have no idea. Trains? When would the trains start? That I don't know. I don't know, man. I, you know what? Who's going to argue? But could you clone a George Washington now that we have this uh, hair? hair? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. I and who know. gets the hair? And how, I find it interesting, too. It's a couple hundred years ago. How yeah. do we know for sure right. that that's really his hair? Like, what testing do we do to know that that's his hair? How about this? Uh, somebody up there says that... Uh, that back then it was not uncommon during that time period to give away a strand of hair as a token of friendship. Here's my you hair. Be out. <laughs> Again, you brought nothing. Right. I'm bald. I can't give you my hair. I tell you what would be interesting if you had the uh, the George Washington hair. Yeah. If you committed a crime, just drop a strand of his hair. Yeah. At right. the scene. George Washington committed the murder. We've run DNA tests. <laughs> George Washington murdered this family. <laughs> That's so stupid. He's on the, which means he's still alive. He's on right, the run. That's right. We're he's looking ca- for a 700 year old man. He's reincarnated. Yeah. You keep doing that. 600. It wasn't that long ago. 1793 was only seven. So 1993 would be 200 years. Wow. Good math. <laughs> so he's like 220 years old. Correct. Yeah. That's interesting. He'd be old now, huh? Oh, very old. I always thought, though, that George Washington wore a powdered wig. I think they did. That was a thing. So how do we know it's his hair and not a powdered wig? Oh, good call. That's a good call. We ran DNA testing. It's a freaking powdered wig. <laughs> I don't know. It's a great question. I don't know. Because remember they did the, um, what was that series on HBO? Was it Lincoln? The series on Lincoln? I don't know. Uh, John Adams, maybe. Maybe it was that. Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. In that, if I remember correctly, they were wearing wigs, and they were very upfront about showing I, you that. I wonder when in the United States history... Fashion-wise, they were like, uh, powdered wigs are out. <laughs> this fall, no one's, no cool people are doing powdered wigs well, anymore. Just think about, like, when we're down here in Manhattan, and we're on one of these cobblestone streets. Yes. Like, if you shut your eyes and think about it, it's the same street. It's just the day has passed. Yes. 200 years times 365 days. It's actually not that long ago and not that weird, right. and yet how times have just unbelievably changed. Yes. It's, you know, it's weird. Like, every day it seems the same, and yet there's progress, and you don't even realize it. Weird, right? That's a good point. 
Very strange. Like, why is tomorrow any different than today? That I don't know. Well, tomorrow's not given today. Tomorrow's Friday. Holla. (laughs) Right, exactly. So that's good. (laughs) Was there a time today when you go holla? Be honest. Okay. Was there a moment this morning between 6 and 10 when you looked at Eddie and said, just kill me and let me get home? (laughs) (laughs) Jerry and Kim are killing me. No, I will tell you where it is. I will say that at 8 o'clock, Eddie and I looked at each other and said, this show is going very quickly. Okay, well, that's good then. Two hours in, very fast. Then after the Marco update at the 8.25 ended uh, sooner than normal. Yes, 8.38, I think. Yeah. yeah. So then, And and we had less commercials today Mm -hmm. than usual. I felt, yeah, I noticed that. The log was lighter. So we got back from that break to start the last segment at like 8, like 42. Right. To take it up to like, so that was a little slow. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the 9 to 9, 15, 20 was a little slow sure. because of that as well. That will reset. And what are you doing? Yes. Take a couple calls. Boring. But yes. other than that. All right. Well, that's a good answer. Right on time. <laughs> that's a good answer. <laughs> Jerry, a new poll is out that says this amount of money is the amount of money you need to be happy. Okay. So what amount of money do you think the average American needs to make where they feel like they are happy with what they're making. American or family? Let me read this, Jerry. <laughs> Natural uh, <laughs> Nature Human Behavior released uh, data from the Gallup World Poll, a survey of, oh, this is uh, around the world, Jerry, a survey of more than 1.7 million people from 164 countries to put a price on optimal emotional well-being. It's hard. It's it's hard to answer. People are happiest when they make this amount of money a year. People, right. it said. Single person. Single person is happiest. Seventy-five thousand a year. That is exactly the number. Really. Seventy-five thousand dollars a year. I think that's a good number for a single person. Yeah. And if there's there a married area too, or family number, or no? It doesn't say. It says, uh, let's see. So I think you got to double that. That may be the sweet spot for feeling positive emotions on a day-to-day basis. Researchers found that a higher figure, $95,000, is ideal for life evaluation, which takes into account long-term goals, peer comparisons, and other macro-level metrics, according to this article. In other words, they're saying for $75,000, you'll feel happy. Right. At $95,000, you start thinking, I'm set up pretty good for the future. Right. I have this money to put away. I feel like I'm a little better average than mm-hmm. my peers. For sure. And people like that. That makes sense. Now, what do you make a year? So I could write this down on the poll. See where you're at. <laughs> I'll go right after you. Wouldn't that be great if that was just acceptable to ask people what they made and they would tell you? Well, Eddie tells people. Eddie does tell people. He volunteers it. <laughs> Every visitor we have in there. You know, we we uh, give to charities uh, an opportunity uh, for two people to come watch the show for yes. an hour. And they basically just stare at me and Eddie. Then they'll come in and take a, a picture with Boomer and Geo. Right. Uh, that sort of thing. So it always gets into that conversation because people will go, oh, it's... Um, or they'll, like, be with their, their teenage son or something and they'll say, oh, Billy here would love to work in radio. And Eddie will go, oh, really? If Billy's okay with driving a Honda Fit and making, you know. I know. Although Eddie throws out a salary number, that's not a terrible number. I know. It doesn't sound like 
$30,000 a year. That's a terrible I, number. I think what Eddie thinks is people believe he's just making a lot more. Yeah. And so he's very quick to let you know the number. Right. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think people think hosts and producers and update people make? I don't know anymore. Yeah, I don't. It's kind of all over the place. I don't because there's been things in newspapers that are inaccurate and wrong. Right. Um, the best one was the uh, news article that said Craig, Craig Carton was making 200 grand. He was in February. Good Lord. Right. 200 grand. Quarterly, perhaps. Right. <laughs> that Well, that was strictly, you talk about not doing your homework. Right. That was a writer that went to Wikipedia and that was in Wikipedia that no one ever updated. And who would? Like, who's going to update that? Unless right. Craig updates it. Right. No one would know. It was like a handful of people that knew. Yeah, that was a good laugh. That was funny. Yes, that was not accurate. And then you really can't tell anyone because someone who doesn't work in the industry, if you tell them what you make, they might go, that's all you make? They You're could, on sure. TV and radio. Sure. Or you'll get, you make that? You don't even do anything. Yes, that's true. I think it's more the, well, I would think it's the latter. Personally, that they think you make more than you should. Yeah, uh, in some cases, yeah. In some the, cases. the TV part throws everything out of whack. Yes, because people think we make millions of dollars because we're on TV. We do not. We're not poor. I can tell you that. But we are not making millions of dollars either. Right. So it falls somewhere in between. It's all good. All right. Not complaining. You know. I mean, I, I always wonder. I always think the one thing that I would love at some point would be to have one job. The problem is we don't work. And my wife has asked me a couple of times, just because I have a six-month stretch where I'm, I, I admit it, it, I'm too busy and it's stupid. I, I'm not. But then I have the other six months where all I do is this. And I'm, I should say I'm bored. But I'm used to the, the grind, if you will, or the dry hump. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm kind of used to it. And so it feels almost like I'm not maximizing my time. But she would say to me, well, what are you going to give up? And then I look at the three things I do. It's like, all right, no, I'm not giving this up. You do this show. Rutgers, there's no chance I Rutgers. would give that up. And the Cowboys, my favorite oh, team, Cowboys. and they're paying me to be part of a national broadcast. You Why would I ever give that up? Three jobs. So it's it's hard. But, yeah, I mean, would I like to sit down on a Sunday and just watch football like a normal person again? Yes. Do you have a number in your head a year where you think, wow, that's a lot. Like, what's the minimum for you where you would be like, wow, that is a really lot of money to $500,000. All right. If I got to $500,000, I'd be like, I've made it. Holy cow. You'd be like, holy mackerel. Yeah, I would be, yes, I would say so. I always have this figure in my head, and, and uh, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn with Chris Booker and his salary. This is many years ago. Right. So many years ago, uh, when I was working with Booker, when, when they moved him to 1027 okay. Blink. Yeah, I remember that. That had to be 2003. Okay. 2003, I had heard that he signed a, his his yearly salary was $345,000. That's great. And in my head, I was like, holy mackerel. So that's the number for you. Yeah, I would, oh, I, I would love to somehow in my life hit that as a yearly number at one point in my life. Because in my head, I was like, wow, that is like, I just remember it from how. Sure. I think I was making $42,000 yeah. uh, over there at that time. Wow. And I was like, wow, That'd be cool. that is a number. Yeah, it is a good number. So I still have it in my head. So if after this, if you go run down the hall, tell Mark Journal, if I would like to make $345,000. I think you just did. 
I hear he's a big listener think, to the podcast. I don't think he gets this. You think he knows we do a podcast still? Uh, he does know we do a he podcast. Does. And I always tell him, uh, like, when I, we need to get into a studio and there's other people in there, I go, Mark, this is tied to sponsors. That's true. Of Although course, we not for the last six weeks. We haven't a sponsor in months. Well, not months, but probably six weeks, I would say. Maybe seven weeks. Right mm-hmm. before the uh, New Year. Yes. I got to go. Oh, we got it. We're done? I kind of do have to go. This has been 25 minutes. Oh, okay. Seems like you wasted a lot of time, Jerry, talking about your salary, which was And your strange. Valentine's Day <laughs> and your candy. Have a great day, everybody. And George Washington's hair. As Al would say. The warm-up is next. It was pretty good this morning. So... It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Well, good morning to you. It is a Thursday, and this portion is sponsored by Dell. You, sir, are Albert Hainsworth Dukes. All right, so Albert Michael Dukes, Jerry, but close oh. enough. Oh, hi. Uh, your you, middle name's Michael, really? Michael, yeah. So yeah, there's Al Michaels, and you're Al Michael? I'm um, Al- Albert Michael Dukes. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Forget Dukes. Yeah. You're Al Michael. My name was going to be Michael Dukes, which was my grandfather's name, but he hated his name and refused to let hated my parents. The name Michael? He didn't like Michael Dukes. Really? Yeah. Huh. Then I, I was going to be named David Dukes. Uh, <laughs> oh, luck- good thing. <laughs> Luckily, my father didn't like a guy, David, that he worked with, so that name got What about, out. now, the Dukes of Hazard was big at the time. I was already born, though, Jerry. Could you have been Luke or Bo? Oh, Bo would have been awesome. If Bo I'd Dukes. have been Bo Dukes that would have been growing named. up, yes. I would have ruled. Jerry, yesterday was Valentine's Day. So I heard. We had I, your tips playing all morning. I hope you took some time to show the ones you love that you love them. Not too much. Not too much. Not too much. Enough's enough. Don't give them a lot, Jerry, because they'll only want more. That's what I say. <laughs> keep them wanting more. Yeah, keep them wanting more in, in show business and love. I, I like dark chocolate nuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lindsay Vaughn, you know her, Jerry. She's a skier. She dated Tiger Woods for some time. Actually, quite a while. Uh, she got the disgraced Tiger Woods as well. She didn't get Tiger Woods right, when he was, was at the top of his game. This was post-car accident in the driveway, wife oh, finding yeah. all the sexting images and texts on his phone. That, this is post-porn uh, stars, strippers, and waitresses. Which is still one of the most remarkable things Bizarre. I think we've ever gone through. <laughs> I think about it every Thanksgiving. I'm about like, being hmm. on private planes with porn stars? No, I was like, oh. remember that Thanksgiving when uh, Tiger Woods got yes. that golf club smacked up on his car? I remember I got to Syracuse, New York that night, and the big lead story on yeah. every network was Tiger Woods in a car accident in his driveway. Right. <laughs> right. What? I had a big car accident in my driveway. Yep. Uh, so Lindsey Vaughn, Jerry, she uh, took to Twitter yesterday. She said, oh, I didn't realize it was Valentine's Day since I'm here at the Olympics and I'm single. Uh, anyone else out there single and want to in be... In Pyeongchang? What's that? In Pyeongchang? She was there and single, and she tweeted out if anyone else was single that wanted to be her valentine. I'm fun. I'm fit. I've got a hot body. Take me on a date. Lindsay Vaughn. <laughs> Hashtag worth a shot. So, of course, every Twitter loser hit her up going, pick me, pick me. So she didn't I'll use... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, that looks very, uh, as the kids say today, Jerry, thirsty. I'm sorry, excuse me? I said Lindsey Vaughn hold on a second. looks I, thirsty. Where do you pick that crap I've up heard, I heard that somewhere. Where? Probably a rap song. <laughs> so she's thirsty. Thirsty. <laughs> You're so stupid. She looks thirsty. Y'all so thirsty. Yeah, see that? 
that's one of my lyrics that I spit Pick sometimes. It up for yourself. Yeah, that's right. Hmm. Yeah, that looks very thirsty. And then, um, yeah, just all these guys, they were writing poems for her. Right. For Valentine's. And, uh, so I'm just curious. If she yeah. says, okay, I pick you, mm-hmm. what, are they going to get on a plane to Pyeongchang? Yeah. I mean, come on. Well, one guy, I think, was a athletic trainer out there. Because ah. he offered to uh, head over there and, like, taper up or whatever that means. Come hither, my love. <laughs> Thus, with a kiss, I oh, die. Yes. Yeah, I would think rub the thighs out. Yeah, somebody. He's a trainer. That guy there that you heard was trying Shakespeare. That did not work. Like he's tried French before. Yeah. And all sorts of different things. Yeah, you try things on Valentine's Day. You I must indeed, and therefore came I hither. Mm-hmm. Did not work. <laughs> you think? I don't think they met up. Who, Boomer and the and the play? Oh, was that Boomer? I didn't realize. Where, I heard, where are we at here? I heard a guy doing uh, Shakespeare. I wasn't Got sure it. who that was. Mm. Uh, also, Jerry, in the world of dating and sports, they've intersected this morning with two stories. Another First, Jeannie Bouchard story. Uh, yeah, we could do that as a third story. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Atlanta Hawks a few years ago, Jerry, and we did this on the warm-up. Yes, we did, and on the podcast. Yes, they had a Tinder night where at, at an Atlanta Hawks game, you showed up uh, being single, you put Tinder on your phone, the app, and you swiped right if you like the person, and then there was a place in the Hawks arena where you would go meet this person for a coffee or a pretzel. Or, or relations. Well, not in the arena. Wasn't well, that what Tinder's for? You, mm. That's what you told me. I don't know what Tinder is for. That's for millennials, <laughs> That's for thirsty Jerry. people. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all thirsty if you're on Tinder. <laughs> so a couple met that night. And in 2016, when they went back for the second Tinder night, sexual liaisons, they told the Atlanta Hawks staff, hey, we're here celebrating our one-year anniversary yeah. from your previous Tinder night. You're beautiful, <laughs> and you're mine. <laughs> so at the Such time, at the time uh, in 2016, the Hawks said, if you kids get married, I'm going to foot the bill. Okay. And they're, they foot the bill. Now they're getting married, and the Hawks are going to foot the bill, and they're getting married at center court. I in, think that's the, the way arena. it should be done. Good for them. Good for Very the couple. Cool. Good for the for the team. I feel yeah. like I should have gotten married at Texas Stadium. Texas Stadium? That would have been awesome. Like you saw, didn't Darren from the 7 line get married at City Field? He did. That's cool stuff. That yeah, is. Because everybody gets, it's boring. You get married in the church, you have the reception, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. Change it up a little bit. I think that's why. That's why another thing we should have done is the destination wedding. You were so Very young, cool. though, Jerry. All you had at that point I in your life. Wasn't that young? I wasn't fifteen. I was twenty-five. So, Al, Alan, you getting married? It's you know, let's pick a cool place. How about yeah. this studio, the over fifty-five clubhouse? Yeah, <laughs> awesome. And we can get married at three o'clock. <laughs> right. Reception done by six. The reception's done by nine. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. It's very late. Al will, ha- Al will have a stand out in the lobby where you can buy your coffin. Yeah. Because it'd be so old at that point. <laughs> get married and get set for the afterlife yep. all in one. Two o'clock ceremony, three o'clock reception, four o'clock bingo. <laughs> and everybody get out. Oh, leave your checks in the little basket. Yeah. And shuffleboard. Cash only gifts. <laughs> I wouldn't even have you bring a card with cash in. You just want the cash. Occasionally that gets uh, stolen at these weddings. I would have you like Who's stealing? wire me the money. Do you, I see, that happens. you say that because... Many times now they have the little birdhouse or they have the little box where you drop the card yeah. in. And you would sit there and think, is it possible that someone would actually swipe a card or two? Yeah, and it's you possible. Think that that's possible. Yeah. Especially when you run down the list and you make sure you check off what everybody gives you. Oh, 
I see Sally and Rob didn't give us a gift, but they came and enjoyed themselves. Very possible their gift was stolen, and that's a great excuse if you don't want to give a gift. That's why you can't give cash. you got to write a scratch them a check, Jerry. Right. You, by the way, Al, uh, I give you, you never cashed the check for your wedding. Right. Any, any problem? I see. Oh, it was stolen. Hmm. And then this uh, showed up, uh, Jerry, uh, from Mickey Calloway yesterday. I'll uh, let Eddie play the clip, and then I'll attempt to explain what he meant. Dry humping guys is something that I feel very strongly about, and it that's a lot of wear and tear that's needless. Sure is. <laughs> dry humping guys is well, something. Listen, dry humping guys is something that I feel very strongly about. We all do. He said that he was going to love and care for his players more right. than anyone ever has. He might be the first manager to dry hump his players every game. Now, I know Joe Beningo didn't know what uh, the, the Mile, Mile High, High Club, Club was. Yeah. He has to know what that means. And even if it's a baseball term, well, let's switch it up and not use that term. Well, I think the dry hump works. That means, uh, well, I, and I only know this from reading about it. Uh, I know what the it means. In, it out. I know what it means in life. But let's hump the fence. <laughs> In baseball, evidently, it means getting your uh, relievers ready to go, and then they don't get in the game. It's a group hump. (laughs) They call that dry humping. My name is Humpty. Humpty. Pronounced with an umpty. They call it that in baseball, though, Jerry. And in in different other areas, it means something completely different. So that's actually an actual term in baseball for getting you guys loose? Evidently. I thought it was more a matter of he was going to care about them. Mm Mm-hmm knowing that it sucks to get up and get loose and sit right. down and get up and get loose, and you kind of have to stroke the ego a little bit. I thought sure. that's what he meant by the dry hump. Nope. I'm pretty sure, could be wrong, I don't think Joe Torre ever looked to Mel Stottlemyre and said, let's dry hump Mariano Rivera right now. I don't think those terms were ever actually uttered inside the Yankee dugout. <laughs> You don't know that for sure. <laughs> Jeff Torborg back in the day didn't say, let's dry hump X. Right. <laughs> hey, Paul, Bill Pulsifer, let's dry hump. <laughs> I don't think so. That's not probably the way it worked hmm. out. All right. So I don't say. get moist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you ever in one of, in all the softball games that we have played, have you ever looked at Boomer and said, hey, Boomer, Eddie's arm looks like it's getting a little tired. Let's go dry hump Eddie. I don't think so. I've not heard that. This is not a baseball term. It can't be. He said it like it, it can't was. Be. No one questioned it. All right, we got to get off the dry hump. We got to take Alrighty. a break. This portion <laughs> sponsored by uh, this portion sponsored by Dell. Small businesses save up to forty percent during Dell's President's Day sale. Get the latest Dell PCs with Intel Core processors. Visit dell.com/businessdeals or call eight seven seven by Dell. Quick break. Myself and Kim Jones at the top for Boomer and Greg. No one works these days anymore. We'll be back in a moment on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the Warm Up Show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes Ooh. of building products. All right, what do you say? We uh, got about 30 seconds to go. Knicks and Nets lost. They're terrible. Combined 15-game losing streak into the All-Star break. Go. Oh, did you see the Jaguars have officially banned those? Yeah, what took so long? That's what I don't understand about this. Two dudes who were throwing things at Seahawks players. You think it was the fact that it took them long to, to identify yes, them? Yes, because okay. there were four guys. They only identified two. Wouldn't you just wear a fake mustache and beard and show up? up tonight.